Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. So today's title is Ditch Belief for Faith. So I want to kind of tease out those two terms a little bit. So belief is, in the most simplest terms, it is having facts, judgment, rationale, logic for something, right? So you can say, um, you know, the, the temperature in my house is cold <laughs> and you can look at the thermometer and you can see, and you can say, my body feels this way. So you have, um, you know, logic and reasoning behind your belief, but there's a different kind of belief, if you will. It's, it's a knowing it's a, I'll call it faith. Okay. It is experience, experiential knowledge filled with wonder, awe, um, kind of this understanding of great honor and mystery, right? So you know that you know that you know something, okay? You might not even be able to explain why or how you know it. You just know it. So I'll give you an example um, directly related to this idea of thinking and using your brain and your mind. So I used to believe that if I thought hard enough, long enough, well enough, used the right tools and resources, or worked with enough teachers and guides and mentors, that if I just did enough thinking that I would be successful. No. On one level, that's true because it's really good when you can develop your mind and your thinking. Um, we're, we're ending our uh, 12-week course this week um, on the playground of the mind, which is, you know, one of the things we've talked about is 11 different types of thinking. So when you have those tools in your toolbox, of course, it can help you to, you know, sort through the wonkiness of life and, and to be more successful. However, I've come to realize in the last few years that your tools and your resources, your logic and your rationale, your judgment can get you so far. And then if you want to go to a whole nother level of success in your life, you're going to have to not ditch those, but put them in their place. So I realized that my success in the last few years has increased exponentially because every single day I do my work of, of connecting, um, connecting to something that's greater than me. So whatever your term is, I tend to use the term source. Um, the God of my childhood had an anger management problem. So when I use the term God for me, there's a negative connotation to that. But when I use the term source, it's like, Ooh, I just felt that in my body. There's a, um, a different sense of, um, connection, right? And, uh, you know, doing pr processes and, and things of cleaning out, right? So we've talked about that on the podcast in the past. So cleaning out could be something as simple as, you know, working on some forgiveness, um, you know, maybe using a, a tool or strategy like Byron Katie's, um, the work process uh, in your mind, or, you know, doing some yoga or meditation to kind of get connected that way and cleaned out. Um, but tuning into this thing that's bigger than me, um, my intuition, my imagination, um, coming to a place of acknowledging what's happening in my life and allowing it to happen, right? Especially in relationship to other people. Um, you know, hey, I've got teenagers, I've got a lot going on here, right? And so 
there's a temptation as a mom to maybe want to have control over that, right? So this morning we got a later start. I was ready. Okay. Um, and so I just allowed them to have whatever feelings they needed to have about being late because they need to feel those, right? So instead of trying to control their attitudes or tell them, you know, don't act like that. Nope. Yep. You need to feel that because you need to feel what your body feels. You need to have a knowingness, um, not just a belief that mom says it's, uh, you need to be on time, but you need to have a knowingness in your system that says, I don't want to be late. Right. Um, also I, I, you know, as I've been working on me, um, and leaving room for lots of flow, right? Lots of flow as I work towards my goals. I realized that this new way of being, um, there's a lot of trust. There's a lot of faith. There's a lot of uh, mystery to it. But it's helping me attract success like a magnet, so I'm no longer forcing or controlling. Um, I mean, I, I haven't really, you know, I'm not a manipulative person. I don't think about it like that. Um, but I, it's a different way of being for me, right? So, you know, many people equate the idea of faith with religion, which absolutely you can have faith in religion. You can also have faith in politics, um, in systems, in people, right? You could have faith in your daily routine. Uh, I know one person that I'm working with that he, um, you know, tends to get really, really, really worked up if his daily routine is interrupted. And so he's trying to be more in the flow, right? He has a lot of faith in that daily routine. And when something interrupts it, it really, you know, shakes him to the core. But here's the thing. Faith is whatever you have chosen to focus on with intention and vigilance. All right, I'm going to say that again. You might want to write that down. Faith is whatever you have chosen to focus on with intention and vigilance. Okay, so at some point you chose it. It usually started out as a belief. There was some facts or logic or reasoning to back it up. So for example, my coaching client, when he talks about his, his menu or his exercise or, you know, his meditation practice, whatever that might be, there was, uh, you know, teaching and facts and logic around why he made those choices. Okay. So it was a belief he chose to focus on right? So we, out of all of the different options for, let's say, his menu or exercise, he chose to focus on those for a reason, right? And he did it with intention and vigilance, okay? So over and over and over, kind of making that choice of saying, this is important, this is important, this is important. That's faith. Something you chose to focus on with intention and vigilance. Now, here's the kicker. You could definitely have uh, faith in, in, in religion, right? So you, you chose that or many of you haven't. You, you just kind of kept it from your parents. But some of you have. Um, you've chosen the way that you want to act within or without in a, a religious system. Um, but you can also have um, faith with drama. Uh, how many of you know people who are clearly... Um, you know, very focused with intention and vigilance on drama. Uh, you can have it on being a bitter, unforgiving person. 
those people are usually not that fun to be around. Um, you can also have it on, you know, having some sense of control, whether it be controlling yourself or controlling others, right? So faith is only about this connection to source if you make it so. All right, let me say that again. Faith is only about your connection to source or whatever term you use if you intentionally and with vigilance choose to focus on that and make it so. Um, just because you go to a, a church, a temple, a synagogue or, or not does not mean that you have faith or you don't. It's all about your choice and your focus. And, and just because you have a belief in a certain religious system does not mean that you have faith either. Okay, those two are, are not equal. Your motivation matters. And so I'm going to ask you some questions for you really to just kind of plug into at some point. So feel free if you want to write these down um, and think about them or just kind of let them um, sink into you a little bit. So do you yearn for significance and meaning? Are you looking for something different in life that is more than just the humdrum same thing all the time? Do you seek out um, dignity for all? So dignity for yourself, meaning that you are a sovereign person, that you are taking care of yourself, personal responsibility, but also the dignity of others. So I'm talking, you know, not just the people in your, your home that you live with, but not just the people that you know, but are you seeking out dignity for all people, freedom, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm constantly looking at, you know, uh, problems or issues that kind of show, um, you know, their, their ugly head, if you will. Um, and how are the people involved in those problems or issues being affected? And is there anything that I can do to save their dignity and pride as they're walking through that? So for example, one of the, the things um, that I've had in my past history is um, uh, overwhelming poverty uh, when I was very young. And I had lots of people in my, my corner, especially teachers, um, kind of encouraging me. Uh, and there were many times when I would go hungry. I would not have some of my physical needs met. My parents did the best that they could. Um, but I had inspiration and I had reading. Reading was a huge thing for me because it allowed me to escape when I was hungry. Right. And so when I see other people who are in those situations, I don't see them as someone in need. I see them as someone that can be inspired to see their own greatness. So I guard their dignity and pride and say, how can I help? Um, would you like some help? What can I do, um, you know, that, that might best help you or someone in your, in your world, right? Are you alive to mystery in matter, right? So we've done a lot of, a lot of episodes in the past around, you know, connecting with the mystery. Remember we, we did an episode not too long ago about my fan here, right? Um, realizing that there's definitely logic and reasoning around how this fan was created, but there's also a lot of mystery in that, right? Are you open to that or are you content with everything just being the same, you know, I, I, I've met several people in my sphere in the last several years who, you know, there's not a lot of difference between the life that they're living now and the life that their parents lived. 
and their grandparents lived. They're in the same community. They're in the same church. They're in pretty much the same jobs. They have the same, you know, beliefs over time and everything is the same, the same, the same, the same. And when you talk to them, you can tell that you can tell that there's no new inputs coming in, right? And that's okay. That's one way to live. You're going to survive, but that's not living. You, you'll be run by your beliefs, but you won't have faith and mystery and life, right? Um, I, I love how Abraham Heschel, you know, one of my favorite dead guys, he said this, he said, faith is given to him whose permanent concern is the cultivation of our uncommon sense. Faith is given to him whose permanent concern is the cultivation of our uncommon sense. So basically what he was saying is, you know, this idea of faith, this knowing this, something that, that is like within you, um, that you might not be able to explain or, or give logic or reason to. And the reason why is because you are looking for things that are not the same, that are not common amongst you know, our, our human experience, but our uncommon sense, um, that that's a mystery. That's like, Oh, wow, this is this cool thing happened. Right. So my challenge to you, um, this is kind of your call to action, if you will. Um, the first several questions here, but the first is what do you believe? Right. If you were to write down the top three beliefs that you have in uh, in life about yourself, about life, about source, about how the world's supposed to work, what do you believe, and what is the evidence for why you believe that? Okay. And then once you've done that, I want you to ask yourself, what do you know? Right. What have you chosen to have faith in that there might not be? data or logic to explain it. You just know in your heart of hearts and every cell of your being, you know that X, Y, Z is true. Okay. And then the third question, how often do you see the good, the true, and the beautiful in the world affairs going on? So if you were to watch the news at night, do you get sucked down into the negativity or into past thinking or into this common sense kind of view of the world? Or do you see the mystery behind it? Do you see the uncommon sense behind the news? Okay. Um, number four. So if you were to give yourself, um, so say there's a hundred percent, right? Um, and you could give a percentage for how routine your life is, and how mysterious your life is. Would you say your life is 80% routine, 20% mystery? Or would you say it's the other way around? Or would you say 50-50? Just kind of check into that. And, and why? Why would you say that? And then um, the, the last thing here is go outside. Okay. And, and even better if you can go and do your reflection like this outside, but just get outside for a few minutes. Um, even if you can do it for a few times today, right? So, you know, I've, I've got a ton of zooms, uh, today, lots of people to support, which I'm very excited about. Um, it's going to be an amazing day. Um, but I also have included times in there where I can go outside for like two minutes at a time. 
Okay. Go outside, um, connect with nature, connect with this idea of being grateful for the mystery that's out there, whether you're, you're connected to it or not, you just know that it's there. Right. And, and have an open mind, but get out of your mind too. Okay. It can be easy to say, I've got life all figured out. Um, but I got to tell you, from my experience, once you get to that point where you say, I've got it all figured out, the universe goes, ha 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 ha, we're going to show you something different. Okay. And when you come from that place of mystery and openness and curiosity, you will be constantly and consistently surprised, amazed, awed, and filled with this sense of significance. Okay. So ditch your belief, go after faith, make your faith more intentional and have a concern for the cultivation of uncommon sense. And with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.